Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where point your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia! It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Cop and Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbar. I'm Joel. And once again, just me and Joel for this week's show. Uh, well, we can do this, Joel. We're pretty good at doing it now, just you and me. Even though we'd <laughs> like someone to come and join us, but as you said, it's summer in America and people had plans for Saturday nights on summer nights, so I guess we'll just have to... See who we can uh, chase up for next week. Well, I've got three people that are interested, but uh, they were all busy tonight for various reasons, so that's all right. Yes, and I was busy last week, too. Uh, yeah, last week I had plans to go to my parents on the Saturday, but it turns out they were going out to my auntie's place because she's moving out to Bathurst. <laughs> and um, so I thought oh, I haven't seen Marnie in a while go catch up with my parents, and I'll go give them a hand packing up my auntie's stuff, uh, put them in the boxes, not the sort of boxes I make, you know, cardboard boxes, and um, uh, turns out she's a bit of a hoarder, and she's got three, three sheds in the back, uh, it's full of everything, tools, uh, all these costumes, because she, uh, she goes to um, dress-up parties and, and such, and uh, so she had all these costumes, all this uh, shed full of tools, so I spent my Saturday helping pack stuff up and uh, just lending a hand and whatnot. Because the plan was Saturday I was going to go to the parents because Cheeky had been fostering two kittens, which got returned on Thursday, but yeah. So on Sunday I had to go to my parents to pick up a bag, a, a suitcase for us, because we go away on Thursday up to Bundy, up to Bundaberg, so there won't be a show next Sunday or Saturday night because I'll be in Queensland. Oi. So... The plan was me to do the show last week and then go down to my parents. But then I had to go pick up a fuel card from Zeke's place. Zeke's over in Netherlands or he's over at the Luminosity bloody dance festival thing. So he's on holiday. So as a, a cause of that, I've got a car for a couple of weeks. Their, their spare car. Um, they asked could I mind it and park it out the back of my house because it needs to be started every couple of days. So I said, do you mind if I drive it? So I have a, a little Ford Festiva at the moment that I can drive around till I come back from my holidays. So so I had that, and I had to go pick up the fuel card from work because Zeke gets to use the fuel card that I have in my truck because he gets a little bonus for being 2IC, so he gets to use $50, and he takes it in fuel. So he usually takes the car on a Friday and brings it back on a Monday. Well, he went away on Sunday, so the plan was I'm going to pick that up at... Well, he goes, after you do your podcast, I'm like, okay, about 12, 1 o'clock. And so I'm like, well, I won't have enough time to do the podcast, go to my parents, get back out here, pick up the fuel card. So 
I had that all planned out. I could have done the podcast because uh, I, I was told not to go to about six o'clock at night to pick the fuel cart up, so I would have had plenty of time to do it all. So, oh uh, well. But yeah, so I had a lot of running around to do last week. So, in my little Ford Festiva automatic shitbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an automatic, Joel. I'd rather it be a manual, but at least you could drive it if you were down here. <laughs> <laughs> on the right side of the road, though. Yeah, yeah, and you're sitting on the right side of the car to drive it, too. So. No, it's been good having the car. I picked it up Wednesday week ago, and I've been able to drive to work. And, well, for the last couple of days, while Zeke was there, I picked him up and dropped him home. But yeah, it's, it's oh, so much better driving than getting on the bloody public transport. I can actually sleep in. I don't have to leave home till about what, six o'clock instead of leaving home about quarter past five to go get buses. So, no, it's been good, except the fact that I'm a chauffeur now for Donna. Dropping her at work. I dropped her at work yesterday, and she won't be home till tomorrow. But yeah, so she's been happy with it because she gets the lift to work. Uh, we can go shopping. I think we've been shopping about five times since I've had the car. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's go get this and let's go get that. Oh Jesus! I'm like fuck. So and now she's keen to buy a car, and I'm like, I'm not that keen because I know what it means. I'll be driving everywhere, <laughs> dropping her at work, picking her up from work. The spur of moment. Oh, I, I want to go shopping now. Let's go shopping. <laughs> Plus insurance and uh, gas oh, and yeah. everything else. Yeah, that's what I've tried to explain to her. Just because you buy a car doesn't mean that's where the money ends. You know, you got to pay for the bloody petrol. Which is expensive down here. It's like nearly a dollar twenty a litre. You can convert that into your bloody American money in gallons, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, this car's not too bad. It, it's light on fuel. I mean, it doesn't. Well, I filled it up the other day for about thirty, forty bucks. So, Jesus. So it's not too bad. But yeah, so got the car. I. What else? What else been happening? I actually went to Bathurst on Thursday. And it was fucking cold. I was freezing my ass off. I had about 40 coffins in the back. Yeah, so that was fun. And then, oh yeah, Thursday I went to uh, Queenbeyan, just outside of Canberra. And I had a passenger with me. Donna had the day off work. And she decided she'd come for the drive with me. And She went with you? Yeah, she came for the drive. It's three, three and a half hour drive down to there. About half an hour in, she goes, I'm bored. She goes, this is boring. How do you do this? I said, now you see. <laughs> I'm like, I wanted you to come on one of my runs so you can understand. I go, this is only a three and a half hour run. Imagine when I'm doing the 12 hour runs. So she goes, yeah, I don't know how you do it. I said, well, just do it, you know. So she got to experience that. And uh, she come down and she stood there while we were unloading. And I took her for a tour on the in the fuel directors. And the guy comes up, yeah, this is where we prep the bodies. This is where we store them when they're going out. And this is where we store them when we're waiting. And he goes, I won't open the door because, you know, it's a couple of dead bodies in there. And Donna goes, I don't care. I'm a nurse. I've seen dead bodies. So he opens up the fridge <laughs> and there's two sitting in there. So, so all in all, it wasn't a bad run. So, she so got, you got to see the dead bodies too. I always see dead bodies, mate. I see dead people. But yeah, so it was a good experience for her to understand what it's like. And she started getting sore, like, because it's, uh, you know, sitting in that truck for like three hours your bum gets numb and <laughs> so and she could see how buggered and tired I was when I finished so she could understand why when I do these runs and I come home and I'm just not willing to you know talk or do anything because I'm so tired she has a little a bit of an understanding now I don't think it'll change anything she'll still be like oh can we do this can we do that when I get back but so she she had a bit of a run so hopefully if she's got the days off work, and the next time I do an overnighter, 
she'll come with us and uh, get to experience one of the real long runs and understand what that's like. So, But she only wants to do that in summer, so when we get to the motel, we can go swimming in the pool. That's what she said. I'm only going to come if it's hot weather, so I can go swimming when we get to the motel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you both have the kind of jobs, though, where you're not only mentally exhausted, but physically exhausted, whether you're sitting or you're standing or whatever. Yep. I mean, you both work those kind of jobs. Yeah, and she's been doing a lot of double shifts at the moment. So she, I don't know, if she, she wasn't meant to work last night. She was supposed to go in this morning, but uh, the new girl there who's useless uh, didn't do a shift. And um, no, she actually planned it, not like last week. Last week she called in sick on the day and messaged Donna, I don't know if I can come to work, I'm not well, my house got broken into it. list of excuses, and this girl's new, so, and this new girl's got warned, you can't do that, if you're going to do that, we're just going to sack you, so, so last Saturday when we were at, um, out at Only Plugs, Only Duties, uh, Donna was supposed to work that night, I forget what time she started, but she, because this girl didn't show up, she went in early, so we had to leave out there early, which is a good thing, because it was a bit of a shit fight out there with everyone, there was a lot of chiefs, not enough Indians out there at Only Jude's place. Everyone was, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll do that. Where I was just going, tell me what to do, I'll do it. So so I had to drive, I dropped her into work early last week. And yeah, so she's pretty much on the shift she's got now. She goes in on Saturday and doesn't come home till Monday. But she's doing a lot of double shifts because we need a bit of money for this holiday. And we're, we're helping out um, her sister, uh, Tam, Tamara. Um, with some, you know, a bit of money because it's one week to go and uh, all these bills keep popping up and things you expect are going to cost this much are costing a little more. So, so Donna said, I'm just just going to earn, earn the money I can now and help out my sister. And, you know, once that's over and done with, and she can back off her hours a bit. So maybe she might want a car, so she'll start keeping doing the double shift so she can buy the car. <laughs> well, we're going to call her co-worker Regina. Mm-hmm. The C-H. Because mm. so. all I could imagine was it's Richie's sister. No, nah. oh, she got to meet Richie on um, on what they would Thursdays when I went down to Canberra. Yeah, so so she came to work with me and said you're going to get to meet Richie, and she goes, "Hmm, I see what you mean." <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Ah, oh, yeah, now I get it. Hey, yep, that's Richie. So. <laughs> she's got the whole picture now oh yeah definitely and I took a tour on my factory uh, this is where I work on the spindle this is where I work on the saw this is where I knock the box up this is where I mold the box this is where I grain fill the box this is where the box get trimmed where Richie works this is where we store the boxes <laughs> so she got the full factory tour and she goes I thought it would be bigger I'm like it's still pretty big of a factory <laughs> wait how long have you guys been together now? Uh, coming up on five for five, 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 five years, yeah, October, five years. And that's that's the first time she's been there, huh? Uh, she'd been there, but only in the car park when she come and picked me up with Cheeky. Hey, who's making noise on my bloody computer? No, we do not want to restart. Thank you. <laughs> not now. No. So, yeah, she come once to pick me up, and she just met Foo out in the car park, and that was it. But this time I took her right through the factory. I just wanted to show her. So when I say I'm on the spindle, you see what I'm on. You can see it's a big noisy machine and, you know, give her perspective. So when I'm saying, oh, this is what I'm doing at the moment, you, she can picture in her mind, oh, that's what he's doing. I, I don't understand where he's at or what part of the factory he's in. Or, so, yeah, it wasn't a bad day. Uh, she got breakfast. I bought her breakfast on the way. 
McDonald's. Um, we had to stop for a coffee. She needed a coffee, and we found this in um, one of the rest stops. There's a guy in a van selling coffee, and he goes, <laughs> real coffee, you know. And yes, I said, it was, he had signs on the side of the road. It was funny, and yeah. So I, I bought a coffee, so I bought a lamp. <laughs> so she got a good day out of it. <laughs> yeah. I bought her a Krispy Kreme donut as well. <laughs> there's something about buying coffee from a guy on the side of the road, though, that kind of no. Well, there's a lot seems of, a little odd. Well, there's a lot of the, the vans that go around the industrial areas. There, you know, coffee vans, you know, cafe vans, I call them. But yeah, uh, it, it's been popping up a bit more on these rest areas, going down the freeway and that, where where you know you stop where there's a toilet and there's you know you're supposed to take a rest every two hours. Yeah, there's a lot more setting up because. A lot of these uh, freeways have got truckies that are constantly going down there. So they need a rest and they need their coffee. And so, no, the guy's pretty cool. He's fun, you know. And Donna goes, this is really good coffee. Because I offered to buy her a coffee from 7-Eleven. She goes, I don't drink that shit. She goes, that's worse than McDonald's coffee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she got a nice In coffee. a pinch. Yeah. Oh, she won't. Yeah, so. That's... I mean, I think I get what you're saying now. I was imagining, like, some guy with the... A thing that said, you know, free candy on the side, but you're talking about like a, not like a food truck, but yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah, food truck style, but a coffee. I think. Yeah. It's all legit. He's set up, you know, he's got the power connected to somewhere at the, the rest stop, so he's he's all legit, you know, because he wouldn't be able to get power if, uh, you know, electricity, because he, have to, he has to do something with a council or someone to be able to access the um, the power supply, so he's all legit, so... He's a bit of a hippie. He seemed to well, be, you know, free-flowing sort of bloke, but yeah. They make the best coffee, I think. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, Donald, <laughs> Donald was impressed with it, so it must have been good. As you know, I don't drink coffee. I wouldn't know. It all tastes like shit to me. Well, maybe, that's, on a, you, maybe that's the thing. I've never had real good coffee. and I've <laughs> just drunk shit when I've tried it, so. Does she drink it black, or does she put a bunch of stuff no, in no, it? No, no, it's got a milky, milky coffee. You know? So milk and... Yeah. Just milk and cup. Milk and sugar. Yep. So, oh, yeah. okay. So she does both. She yeah. And it it's not a dash of milk. It's about about a third of milk she has. I should know because I make her coffees here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Every Saturday. Yeah. Yesterday morning she wakes up. Babe, what? Come and give me a cuddle. Yeah. All right. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll drink that one. And can I have another coffee, please? Oh, <laughs> you guys. So. So I must make it right, because she always gets me to make it. So I can make coffee, and just go and drink it. So. Yeah, that's about it. I'm trying to think. Not much else has been happening. A lot of stress about this wedding, I can tell you that. So, well, I can imagine. Yeah, well, yeah, with a week out. As I said to Donna, this is going to be a shit fight. I expected the shit fight to start, like, not so, not a week out, about a couple of days out, but a lot of stress. A lot of people button their nose in and telling Tamara what she should do and should how it should be, and, and Donna's going, fuck them, it's, it's Tamara's wedding. It's the way she wants it, so everyone should shut their fucking mouth, do what Tamara's asking, Tammy, we call it Tammy, and um, so yeah, and Donna's like, look, tell them all to get fucked, <laughs> and Donna's like, Donna's just been supportive, for her, so they're constantly messaging every day about what's what's going on, oh, should I do this, or should I, and, and Donna's going, do what you want. Do it the way you want, what you had planned. So, Yeah, it's not their day. I mean, I get they want to try and offer their two cents from experience or whatever they want to do, but ultimately, 
It's what she wants. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's one so. one girl that's been a real pain. And she thinks she's doing the right thing. She's not trying to be an asshole about it. Oh, wouldn't this be nice if we did this and we did that? And Donna's going, no, Tamara wouldn't like that. Because she's a down-to-a-simple girl sort of thing, and this one wants to make things all fancy and, you know. So she had one good idea. Which, the way she wants it. Yeah, one good idea that we're going to do. Um, we've got a photo frame, and everyone's going to put $50 in it, and we're putting it on the bed for where they stay overnight when they have their, with their honeymoon night. So, so everyone donates some money, and, and there's a picture frame with some pictures. Oh, I don't know, but that was only one good idea this one come up with. <laughs> and Donna keeps asking me, "What do you think, Graham?" I go, oh, "I don't know. Don't ask me. Oh, should we, you know, should we put covers on all the chairs or just the bridal party chairs?" I'm like, "I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> I don't care. I just want to get up there and do my job. I'm the driver. Right. I've got to drive the bridesmaids to the wedding, and back to the reception. I think I mentioned this before, didn't I? And then I'm going to drop the car back at uh, the house we're staying at, her, Tammy's house." And then get a cab to the reception so I can drink. <laughs> but I'm thinking I might not. I'll just drive the car and not drink. Because if I get a few drinks in me and it's, shit's going wrong, I'll fucking open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you're the transporter. Yes, transporter. I've got to shave my head bald then. Yep, and get ready to kick some ass. Yeah, well, I've, I've been told I'm not allowed to uh, shave my head. Like, trim it get, down. You uh, know, how I, ever? Well, no, for the wedding. I've got to keep it at the length it's at now. It's about half an inch long now. But you know how I've been shaving it right down the zero cut. Yeah. Uh, not quite to my length. No, 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 no. Not close. shaved. Not not clean shaven, but yeah, close. And uh, Tammy said, no, I don't want Graham to shave his hair. So it's at a nice length right now. And and she goes, I'm not allowed to dye it either. She wants me to have the grey hair. So it'll it'll match my grey suit or my grey suit jacket. <laughs> So. Graham, grey hair, yeah, grey suit. suit. Yeah, well, grey top. The top's grey, my shirt's blue, my pants are black, and I've got a nice pair of black shoes, which were worn last time worn at a wedding. My brother's wedding. That's how I got them. <laughs> my brother bought them for me for when I was uh, one of the groomsmen in his wedding. You've seen the photos. So, yeah, it's not going to be fun. I might, uh, hello, Charlie. Our producer just oh. showed up sitting behind the chair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I might uh, might record some voicemails or record something on my phone while I'm up there that we can play for the uh, the next show we record. Just my thoughts and <laughs> running commentary. <laughs> might do some live videos. I don't know. We'll see what happens. The wedding update. <laughs> Donna's just throttled someone. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's a punch-up at the wedding. Uh, that's what Donna says. If anyone th- says anything or carries on, she's going to step in. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, the fun part is... Um, her mother doesn't hate me, but I, when I went on holidays a couple of years back, she didn't like me as much as she should, but she doesn't think bad of me, but yeah. So it's going to be fun catching up with uh, Donna's mum again, but... As I, I think I've said on the show that uh, I was originally going to be sitting at a table with her at the reception, but they've changed that. But I said, no, I'd rather be sitting with her because she's you know, no bullshit sort of woman. I could sit there and bitch about everything with her. <laughs> right. Well, and everybody should like you. Come on, man. Yeah, I should be right. Well, I'm, I'm sitting at a table with people I don't know, but, you know, 
I'm good. I can get along with most people. No. That's what I mean. I don't know what's not to like, but I don't know. I should get some business no. cards made up. Podcastcollective.com. Coppenjoycast.com. <laughs> you heard about this? Or Podcatcher. Slip. Whatever it is. Pod, pod chaser. Pod chaser. Sorry. <laughs> No, I was the checking. guys were doing on 40 going on 14 too. We are up. I checked it out. We're in the top. Uh, we're in the top list. The Slacker Jedi show. Well, I uh, I posted a review on there on Thursday, and uh, it immediately bumped us up just by one review. So, <laughs> I guess this is as good a time as any to to mention. If you go to podchaser.com, we are currently, well, we are. They're still currently in their beta testing phase. And if you put in the mega key, Coffin Joe, and then you can leave a review, um, a star rating, and you can even rate individual episodes. So if you like one that you're on or that you particularly enjoyed, you can rate the episodes, and that bumps us up. And, I mean, we had nothing on there, so I was like, oh, I'll just throw a review up. And and uh, Josh on 40 going on 14, he's like, I just checked Coffin Joe cast, and it's, like, way up there all of a sudden. is like a featured new podcast or something like that i'm like huh. and our show was we're at eight now. like numbers <laughs> coffin joe is coffin joe cast episode 157 we're at eight because they got another review then i bought who by this guy called keller wilbur <laughs> <laughs> who's that guy yeah i did uh, it this morning <laughs> well i it, just to show you i mean that shows what it does while it's still in beta um I did the same thing for 41 and 14 because I hadn't left a review yet. And we were at like 62. And after I left my review, it gave us, I think we had six reviews at that point. It put us up to like number 50 and we're ahead of like Mark Maron's show and stuff. So it's, it, it makes a huge difference. And if you get in there early and get yourself up there, then you're more likely to have people check it out and get attached mm-hmm. to other shows. Um, so you got Coffin Joe, the pants and forty go fourteen spelled out f o r t y g o f o u r t e t e e n, um, but specifically go to ours because we need more reviews. We've only got two now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's only on that one episode, but yeah. As I'm looking at it, there's Doug loves movies is at number six, one of the podcasts I listen to. So. That's an Aussie show. No, it's yes? uh, Doug Benson, is an American comedian. Oh, he does pothead. Yes, that's right. That's him. He does uh, Getting High with Doug on YouTube, and he has Doug Loves Movies podcast. He does a couple other podcasts, yeah. But yeah, we're two behind him on the trending. So. See, and that's what I mean. It's it's Even though it's not live yet, I don't think all the shows that are out there have caught on to it, but you get in early, mm-hmm. get your stake in the ground, and I mean, it, it could do something decent for us, so. Please stop by podchaser.com. Coffin Joe is the mega key. Get in and get it going. Yep. Get and then us. leave us a voicemail. Yes. And leave us a voicemail at 661-434-5956. 661-434-KWJO. Email coffinjoecast at gmail.com. That's where you can send your little voice recordings off your phone with that voice recording app you have on your phone, which makes it a lot easier. A lot better sound quality too. And you can take a couple of takes at it if you stumble and mumble like I do when I talk. So do us a favour. Send us a voicemail or an email if you're Tommy the Duck who doesn't send voicemails. Calling you out again, Tommy. We haven't heard from you for a while. Well, if we're going to call him out, I'm going to call him out in a friendly way. 
because Brian, we want to have you on the show. And I posted a couple weeks ago, not last week, week before last, about needing co-hosts. And he said something about, uh, I wish I could be on or want to be on or something. So I messaged him. And then he said he doesn't have any equipment. I'm like, all you need is a cell phone and Skype. And he's like, uh, so Tommy, enough him and Han. You need to get on the show. This is a good way to get yourself out there outside of voicemails, which you don't even leave voicemails anymore. Yeah. Not for us, but any show. So yeah, get on. We can talk roller coasters because I'm a big there you ro- go. roller coaster fan, and uh, I know you are because I keep seeing the photos of you riding ro- well, standing outside roller coasters. So I don't think you take any photos while you're riding them. But, so we can talk all yes. roller coaster themes. Make it a roller coaster theme song, and I can play roller coaster as the song at the end. <laughs> He is a coaster tool, and I mean that in, in the the positive sense of those who ride around the country and try out different roller coasters. Yep. So, well, there's either any... that or get Janice on. Yeah, you know? yes. We can talk about birds. That's her thing. Yes. Well, see, I know these people. <laughs> but, you know, we've got people in the can that are that are ready to go. Um, Jody from Bad Parenting Podcast is was one of the people that missed out this week, and of course... Jeremiah is chomping at the bit to get back, and Michael from uh, 40 Women 14 is is on board here soon. So we got stuff coming up. It's just, it is. It's summertime. People got shit going on, and mm-hmm. those of us that are, uh, uh, you know, not teachers or whatever, <laughs> don't get the summer off. So, but speaking of which, work this week was, I don't know what the hell's going on. It was just a really, really, really rough week. Like, just. I just was like, man, this is really kind of sucks. And I love my job. I do. But you know how it is. You get those weeks for just one thing after the other happens and it piles up and you just, by the end of the week, you're like, fuck this. I'm done. I want to just go home and do jack shit. Um, but as I'm leaving, I, cl- I take my last phone call on Friday. Cues are clear. They're like, okay, you can log out, go home for the weekend. And I shut down my computer. I go to get my water bottle refilled getting ready to go home, packing up my backpack. And a coworker who I am acquaintance with, I've, you know, I, he's been there longer than I have, so I've known him since I started. And nice guy, but we're not on the same team. We don't really talk or anything. Um, just whenever he transfers a call to me or, or you know, if I see him in passing to the restroom or whatever, he comes over and he's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that, uh, um, he said, I, I, I hear a lot of good things about you. You always seem to be getting a lot of good reviews and everybody around here seems to like you and you know what you're doing around here. He's like, why don't you try and apply for a supervisor position or something, you know, as a developmental specialist? He's like, I think you'd be really good at that. And he's like, he's like, I've only got a few years left before I'm retiring, but he's like, something about he'd like to see the place in good hands or something. And it was just a real kind of off the cuff thing that just happened. And it's amazing how, even though you have this horribly shitty week, one person just does something random just because that's who they are. And it just makes a whole week worthwhile. I mean, I left that day feeling really good. Like, wow, somebody actually notices what I do. Even if it's a coworker, it's not my boss. It's still something. And it just kind of a heads up. And I even said this on the Sunshine Happy Pants are this week that little things like that make a difference. So. If you have the opportunity, do that because <laughs> mm. it makes all the difference. It really does. Yeah, well, I, I'm always like that at work. I try to be supportive with everyone, make them, you know, feel good. And you work as a team, so 
There's no point putting people down at work. And when they make mistakes, you don't yell at them, you don't scream at them, you say, look, come on, you know, you made a mistake, we all make mistakes, just learn from it. You talk, you talk about them on the podcast instead. Yeah, well, they don't <laughs> listen. I don't care. Uh, I'm kidding. You know but, I'm an I, open you know, book. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, like if your supervisor says it, eh, it's nice. And in some regards, though, you kind of think of it as a, that's, it's their job. You know, they're there to kind of keep you motivated to continue working. And if you're doing a good job, I mean, then they legitimately mean it because they'll tell you if you're fucking up too. But it's, it was just the, something that hasn't happened in a long time. And it just kind of made my day. So I just wanted to say something to give a shout out to him, even though I know he doesn't listen. But, you know, one of those things. But other than that, uh, let's see. Since we've been gone, work. Uh, Juliana finished her uh, summer session at her new high school and has made a couple of friends, which I'm really happy for. She's very excited about meeting new people. I think she's kind of realizing there's a bigger world out there than the little school she was in for the past several years here. Um, it was a, a private junior high, so you know, like a hundred kids in the whole school. And once you kind of establish yourself and you have a reputation or you have an identity, everybody kind of knows you as that person. So you can't really break out of it. So here she's had a chance to kind of reinvent herself. I got her a bunch of new clothes and, uh, she walked in the door, unsure what to, to make of it. And the next day she came home and she was so excited because she met somebody who likes all the same stuff she does, uh, who's in the visual arts program with her. Who's so she's a fellow artist um, and they just hit it off immediately. And it reminded me of when uh, I was in my first week of high school and I met my, my best friend, Matt, who has been on the show. And I, you know, I had that same feeling and I could see that in her eyes. And, you know, Matt and I are still best friends to this day. And I just, I was kind of envisioning like, this is the start of maybe something that's going to last her whole life. And it just, it made me happy. And it's also, it's, it's good because she can kind of get her feet wet. Because this is a school that's probably 600 kids or more. Um, and that may be in just one class. I don't know. It's a, it's a really big high school. But she'll already have kind of a core group because this girl's a little bit more outgoing than Julian is. So she's got like six or seven other friends that she already knows that Juliana has now ingratiated herself with. So she's got a little group to hang out with that are all like-minded and they seem to like her and she really likes them. And, uh, it's, it was just a really cool thing to kind of see her kind of come into her own, you know? Mm. So, uh, and Isaiah has been enjoying the fact that he's gotten to stay home on his own for the past two weeks. <laughs> While she's been at school for five hours, he's been here by himself for the first time ever. And he was really nervous the first day. He's like, what if there's a bad storm or a tornado comes or, you know, what if something bad happens in the house and what am I going to do? And the first day after he got home, I'm like, so how was it? And he's like, it was really great. He was all excited because he got to, you know, make his own lunch and do his own thing. And he's like, I took a nap and I played video games and. Lucy and I just hung out together, and I think he felt kind of like it was his rite of passage. Yeah. So it's been good for everybody. I know um, I, I, it was something I was really nervous about, but now we got the next two months before school actually starts, and uh, it's about a month and a half before Gen Con, so I'll get to go on a work vacation. <laughs> 
for a week, and I've got uh, everything set up for the kids, the the dogs, the bunnies, the fish, and it's a it's a whole circus, but it'll be worth it to, to get out of the house for a while. You know how it is; you're getting ready to to yep. go away yourself. Yep, Thursday we fly out. Yep, we've got our uh, our cat minder sorted, our chauffeur to the airport, <laughs> cheeky. So, oh, it was funny. What was it? Was it last night? No, it was Friday night. I went down the street to get some bread and whatnot, and I, I walk back in the house, and Donna's got this little look on her face, and as I walk in, Cheeky's here. She didn't say anything. She was coming over. Oh, she just she, popped in? Yeah, just popped in. She goes, I was in the area. And Donna goes, I thought you knew she was coming. She, I thought she said something. I said, I didn't know, because I just went down to get <laughs> bread and I, I think milk. I can't remember what I was getting, but so I'm just coming back in and rent, not renting, but just doing my usual chat as I walk in the door to Donna, come down the hallway. Where tomorrow was sitting, I couldn't see into the lounge room, and she's like looking forward and this smoke. I'm like, what? Oh, oh, hey, cheeky. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I was prepping dinner, but that's okay. We can stop that for a bit and play a bit of Yahtzee and <laughs> hang out and chill. So, yeah, we got we got Did- cheeky coming on Thursday. She's got to be here about seven seven thirty to take us to the airport, and then she's uh, the cat minder. Uh, and. Uh, well, it's funny because she usually, um, Indy, the tortoiseshell cat, the female cat, hates females, usually hisses at uh, Cheeky or any other female other than Donna. Um, she was actually letting her pat her for a while, but I think that lasted about 15 minutes before she hissed. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. And, Do- and Cheeky's going, hey, you got to remember, I'm feeding you. You better be nice. <laughs> So did she just come down to say hi or yeah. play games? Or- yeah, just to pop in, yeah. Just say hi. So That was just a surprise. Usually she'd say, I'm coming over. and I told her before, you don't even have to say anything if you're in the area. Just pop in. I don't care. So, uh, she's a weird one, cheeky. Uh, when I was over there last Sunday, um, she asked me to go for a drive with her out to pick her mum up because she was picking her mum up to bring her down to near where we, my parents live and do you want to come from a drive? I said, I can't, Cheeky. I've got to leave here in about an hour. So, And then that's what she said to me. And I was talking to her and she just gave me the, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I went even open to the gates, at the front front gates to let it, when she took off. And I said, oh, you see the car I'm driving? She goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Teenagers. Yes. Brats. Cheeky brats. Yep. How far is it from where she lives to your place? Yeah. Half an hour drive, 45 minutes, depending on traffic. Technically, so it's a bit of a jog, then. Well, it's it, if there was no traffic, it would be about a 20-minute drive. But with Sydney roads, yeah, it takes it a little bit. So, But she must have been out and about this, this area. I don't know why, where, or what. I don't ask questions. As my mum's learnt, you don't ask her questions because she <laughs> can be a little shit. So that was a nice surprise to see her. She was off to go play poker. She's big into a poker now, going out playing Texas Hold'em. So. It's an odd thing, odd hobby. Well, she... me and her father used to play a lot. I used to play every bloody night. So I used to go and play all the tournaments, free tournaments, you know, at pubs and clubs. And So as she was growing up, we'd, we'd play at home. So we taught her how to play. And she likes it, and now she's 18, and she can get into these... Uh, the clubs and pubs, so she goes out and plays. So, huh? She's interesting. Get, getting better at it. She's uh, she, uh, she bluffs a lot. 
she thinks bluffing's the way to win. And I try to teach her, um, the trick to bluffing is you don't bluff that much, you bluff in the right situation. <laughs> so, but yeah, she has fun. Right, you do it too much, people expect it. Exactly. So, yeah, but that's, that's her thing. She just likes getting out of the house, I think, just doing something. Does she have a uh, a career mind in set? I mean, in place. I mean, is she headed in a certain direction? Yep, uh, vet assistant sort of thing. She goes to um, training. I forget how many days a week, but yeah. So that's that's what she's looking at doing. That's why she was fostering these two cats. I think she's had them for about a, had them for about a month and a half. So cute little cats. And Donna's like, "Ooh, can we take them?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> no." And that was the sad thing that Donna, well, as I said, the plan was to go down last Saturday. So Donna could see the cats, I could see the cats, and but unfortunately, uh, plans changed. We went to only duties, and then um, I wanted to go meet them. Oh, they were so cute. They're beautiful little cats. And one follows my dad around everywhere. So, And my dad, growing up, was never a cat person. He hated cats, but you should, should have seen him with his cat. Hey, gorgeous, what do you want, gorgeous? What do you want? He's <laughs> like, like so. 68-year-old, 16-year-old dad. <laughs> so, oh, it was funny. So, but How old are these cats? Oh. Uh, are they just kittens? Or? Kittens. I mean, little kittens. Very little hmm. kittens, yeah. Um, but the, they had to go back on Thursday. That was the, the agreement. And um, so they were just being fostered to be take care of, um, taken care of. Um, but, yeah, so they went back on Thursday um, try to find them homes. So, but there's so many cats. Like the the vets down the road from here, where we got our two cats from, they constantly got cats in there. And they always they've got a little cage out in the, the foyer area. And every now and then, I got to go in there and pat the putty cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I go and in piss there. off Charlie. And... No, well, they don't know. <laughs> but I go in there, and go, hey, putty, 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 and there's people in there looking at me like I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Which most people look at me like I'm weirdo, anyway. But so, yeah, Donna wants to get another one. I'm like, no, no more bloody cats. Sorry, I'd like to have another one, but no. Nah. The I don't think Indy would like another cat. She got pissed off when we got Charlie. So we get she it. wants a car and a house and Cows. more cats. Yeah, she wants a lot. So I said she's got to if we pull a lot more doubles. If we, when we move, we. The plan is next year, once Donna gets into a new grad and um, starts earning a bit more money, and we're going to rent a house. So we'll have our own space, get out of this shithole of a fucking apartment block with all the noisy kids. And But yeah, get our own house. And I said, right, if we get in, when we get the house, you can get another cat, and I'm getting a dog. <laughs> yes! I want a dog. The problem is, what sort of dog? Because I like all kinds of, all kinds of dogs. I actually want to get a bulldog. Bulldogs. <laughs> no. I, that's the only other dog I considered, really, before getting Basset Hounds was Bulldogs, but a friend of ours had one. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of troubles with him. Yeah, the breathing the breathing mm-hmm. problem just mm-hmm. made me feel so bad for him. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's all sorts of Bulldogs. You've got your French Bulldog, you've got your British Bulldog, which is a bigger one. French Bulldogs are smaller. Um, but what I really... I'd have to go back. If I was getting a dog, I'd go back to a cattle dog or a Kelpie or cattle dog cross Kelpie, which were my last two dogs. But problem with them is you've got to, they are full of energy, so you've got to make sure you're out playing with them all the time and taking for walks. So. 
Yeah, they got a lot of energy and they want to be doing stuff. Yep. So it's, it's a lot of work involved, which I don't mind. I don't mind playing, going out in the backyard, throwing the ball around and taking them for walks. But yeah, I'd probably go a cattle kelpie cross or a kelpie or cattle either way. But I wouldn't mind a mastiff, like a mastiff or something like that, but they're fucking big. <laughs> well, yeah, the food costs and the vet yeah. bills are yeah. killer. So I'd, I'd probably just go to my traditional dog that I've owned, you know. As I said, I've had, I've had a red cattle, and then I had a red cattle cross, and then the blue cattle cross, Maggie, who I have the ashes for now, who passed away when I didn't get to say goodbye, because I was not not allowed at the family home at that time. But yeah, I love my cattle dogs, so. and Kelpies. It's, fun. it's funny how you get grow up with a, or are used to a certain breed, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where you stay, because, I mean, I grew up with, I had all different kinds of dogs growing up and uh, I, I never even considered the ones that I've ended up with, but you find the ones that fit your personality and, and what you want. Yeah. Just like cats, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if we get another cat, I want another black cat. The black cats are cool. Hmm. Hmm. We have two producers. <laughs> well, because yeah. I don't know if Indy's really a producer is more of like the head of the station. She's more the head of the station. Every time I come in here to set up, she jumps up on this desk. I literally walk in to turn the computer on and the mixer on, and she jumps on the desk and gets them all away. <laughs> Sounds about right. Fucking Indy, <laughs> move. Get out of here. So she jumps off, and then I'm doing something else. Jumps up. Wants to head rub me, you know, and give me kisses. And, and uh, I'm like, Indy, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable. They know as soon as I, like they know the day. They know at that time if I go in this room, what I'm doing. Oh, he's, he's I get his attention now because he's sitting in that chair. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing anything else. He's just talking into this yeah. thing at the end of a stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, cats are crazy. Yeah, and they constantly want to sit on oh, fucking Charlie on the weekends. If I'm not up, he comes and jumps on me. He jumped on me about five times this morning because I'm usually up at like five or five, you know, so I'm up feeding him at that time. On the weekends, I don't get up to like eight o'clock or whatever. He comes in at about six o'clock in the morning, jumps on me, mm-hmm. climbs all over me. Get up, Dad. Get up. I need food. So if you feed him, do they let you go back to sleep then? No. No. Of course not. Charlie doesn't eat. It's just the idea of having food there. He's not a big eater. He just likes the idea of knowing the food's there. Oh, but the, the biggie bowl, that's the most important thing. If you can see the bottom of the biggie bowl, doesn't matter if there's like 100,000 biggies in there, but if there's a, a space at the bottom of the bowl where it's <laughs> that's empty, Dad, feel, feel it. <laughs> There's supposed to be stuff in there. Yeah. No, he was climbing out all over me this morning. All I wanted to do was just lay and sleep. Like, just sleep as long as I can. I have to get up early in the next three days at least, well four, because I've got to get up early on Thursday, but mm, he just climbs all over you, and he, I'm lying on my side, and he gets me right under the ribs, where he stands, and it tickles, in a way, and, <laughs> yeah, really, Charlie? He just answered me, but yeah, they just, climb. and when I'm sitting in my chair, they want to come and sit in my lap, and when the other one sees the other one on it, they just give a filthy look. How dare you be sitting in his lap? That's my lap. <laughs> uh, they get jealous of each other. 
And they both just want my attention. Well, all three do in this house. <laughs> the two cats and Donna. <laughs> Donna gets jealous of the cats. The cats get jealous of Donna. Oh, Andy gets so jealous of Donna. If we go to the bedroom, if you know what I mean, uh, we, well, we don't shut the door, but yeah, someone sort of jumps on the bed while we're in, um, having yes. a little adult time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so jealous. It's my man. Indy. Yeah, that's Indy. That's what I mean. She hates any woman. Comes in this house. Hisses at him. My mum, Tamara, cheeky. I mean, uh, if the neighbour comes up, well, well, when the the bad sister that doesn't come up anymore, when she used to come up here, hissed at her. But a man walks in the house. Hello. Goes and rubs her head on my legs. You know, hello. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. Uh, no, you're not going to take my hey. man. <laughs> Question. Okay, so if you get a house, mm-hmm. uh, or when you get a house, let's rephrase that. Are you going to decorate the entire house for Christmas? Hey, yeah, probably. You're going to do the string of lights on the the oh. gutters and all that. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> You're going to go balls out, aren't you? Oh fucking knife, mate. You, you <laughs> say what I do just in the, on my balcony. I go overboard on that. Oh yeah, that. Oh. See, I didn't even think of that. I better start freaking start buying lights now. Because that's the first thing I thought of when you said, you know, talking about getting a house again. I'm like, okay, so he's got all this stuff. He's going to have a place to store it. And now he's going to have a whole house to decorate. Oh, I can have a front lawn that I can put all little ornament. Like, um, oh, I'm going to buy one of those big blow-up Santas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you got me excited, Joel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, oh, I'm just going to deck that shit out, mate. And Donna hates me again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I've got to work out how I can... I don't know if you saw the video of the guy that decorated the house and it was uh, to Thunderstruck and it had the flame coming out of the chimney. I didn't see that, but I've seen houses where they do like the the light activated yeah. or the music activated lights. Yeah, this guy's like... Um, he knows his computers and knows all that stuff. Um, look it up on YouTube, Thunderstruck Christmas. I don't know. It, he did it last year. And out of the chimney... It'd have a flamethrower, and it'll go thunder, and it'll go. It was unreal, and he covered it in lights, and it was all time to the thunderstruck. But he's done it to other songs, past years. But yeah, this year was great. That that flamethrower. Oh, that that's a whole other level, man. Yeah, I'm I'm not good with that stuff, so I don't think I could (laughs) work it out. But yeah, yeah, I love that shit. You might not have a house too long if you try to rig that up. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Burning down the house. Do, 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 do. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Donna's going to kill me. Hmm. Don't she don't listen to this show. She only listens yeah, when but when, on... <laughs> oh, when, but when you suggested to her. I'll say Joel told, like, Joel told yep. me to do it. <laughs> Joel brought it up. Well, that, that's not going to happen this Christmas. It'll be the next Christmas. Because the plan is uh, next year we're moving. Unless something pops up and we find something cheap to rent. But, yeah. All right. Seems we've been sounding so random at the moment. I think it's about that it time. It is about that time. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. 
it is time for R is for Random. That's an angry didgeridoo. And Justin, our fearless leader at the Podcast Collective, I have to give a big shout out to for providing me with this fine des- la- desktop, laptop computer that I'm using now so that I'm able to podcast still. So thank you, Justin. He's a good dude, that Justin. Thank He's you. a problem solver, as you said. Yep. Check him out at podcastcollective.com where you can find the Bad Pairing Podcast. That's his show with Justin and Jody. No, we love those guys. And Jody will be on soon to talk to us. Yes. Let us all know about Justin's secrets. <laughs> oh, we need to start thinking about what we want to ask him. Mm. Uh, How big is his dick? Oh. All right. Note taken. I'll add that to the mm-hmm. list. Uh, Justin's penis. Is it as bold as his head? <laughs> uh, that, well, I guess we'll ask. Um, <laughs> Okay, so anyway, thank you uh, to lovely Mabelina for the questions, as usual. She uh, provides us with our regular questions, and uh, I do need to also make sure I give a shout-out to her uh, Facebook page. R is for random, and I'm currently on her page trying to find the link to her site because the new computer doesn't have it automatically loaded. And it's spelled uh, R-A-N-D-U-M-B. Yes, R is for random.wordpress.com is her blog and she just dropped a post actually uh, a couple days ago about national selfie day so if you have not checked out ours for random on facebook or the uh the blog go check it out so anyway all right first question and i already know the answer to this but uh, there may be other ones i'm missing out on so did you play a sport in school now it doesn't say high school or otherwise it just says school so i know you played baseball did you play any other sports I played baseball when I was working. I never played any really school sports. Uh, no, I just did general sports on our sports day, so it could be anything. But yeah, no, not really. I played baseball when I was uh, after I left school. So I tried out for the cricket team, failed. Tried out for the tennis team, failed. I wasn't a good sports person, and so I was a little weedy kid. So I wasn't great at sports. So. When I was at school, it wasn't until baseball come along and as I uh, hit my puberty and matured a bit and started getting taller, that's when baseball became my sport. Yeah. Oh, actually, I lie. Golf. That's what I used to do what? in high school. Yeah, I'm, I love golf. I'd still be playing now, but someone stole my golf clubs. Yeah, I played um, for a sport in high school. Wednesdays was our sports day and we'd go down to... Uh, Canterbury Municipal Council Golf Course, which call it Canterbury Golf Course. It's on Moorfields Road at uh, well, Roselands. Yeah, we used to go play nine holes of golf. Um, technically, we played nine holes of golf because it's sports day. We just fucked around. Hit the first three holes, then skip the next hole, and then skip the next hole, skip the next hole. Filled a card in for the golf you know, score and uh, dropped it in the box because... You, once 2.30 come, you could leave. So we'd time it so we'd uh, make sure we'd leave at 2.30. So we just jumped holes. <laughs> right, right, all right. We're done, we're done. Let's go. We can go home now. And it was a 10-minute walk to home from there. So, yeah, used to play golf. That's probably the first sport I ever played was golf. I had a, a mate lived around the corner that got into it. I used to go down and, and just walk around the course with him and 
then one Christmas I got a golf a set of golf clubs for Christmas and then I got into golf. So I still like oh. playing golf. I wish I could go out and play at the moment, but as I said, I do not have my golf clubs anymore. The prick that, that I sucks. used to... Yeah, I told you the story of the guy stole all my stuff from me when I lived at Bexley. When I, yeah. When I first started, like, I was living out here, well, staying at Donna's place and wasn't going back home much and said to the guy, you got to move... The guy that I said, you can just stay for a month, I stayed for three. And I said, I'm I'm finished at this joint, you know, you got to move out. And he got the shits and stole all my shit. Stole my little coffin I had, my golf clubs... My clock radio was one of the weirdest things. And all my knives and swords. <laughs> I don't know if you remember seeing the photos of all the swords and knives and everything I collected over the years. So. And my tools. So, yeah. So, took my golf clubs. Yeah. So. I need, I want to get another set. Don't fucking $800 golf clubs. They weren't cheap ass things, but yeah, I'd love to go out for a fucking a swing at golf. I haven't played in a long while. Couldn't there for a while because of the broken hip. And then, uh, well, yeah, things got in the huh. way. Yeah, golf. I, that, that's what I played at school. That was it. None of my sports. I think I remember you saying you played golf, but I don't. I didn't remember that. But yeah, that's what this I, segment does. I played social golf. Uh, I played golf for school sports on a Wednesday, and I went and played um, on Saturdays at uh, Sefton Golf Course, a junior league. And uh, you'd play every week, and you'd get your handicap, you know, Whatever score you put in, you know, they work out your handicap. And then at the end of the year, you'd have, um, for four weeks, they'd have the uh, tournaments. So you'd, we only played nine holes each week, so it added up to about 36. But, yeah, I come, why did I come, third, second or third? I've got the trophy out here. I'm, I'm not getting a trophy. And I won the fourth round. So not, the, not bad at golf. I wasn't bad when I was younger as <laughs> I got older and taller. Because I used to be short and not. The golf clubs I had were ladies' golf clubs. They're shorter. So, and then I got taller, and then yeah, I had to fucking upgrade my golf clubs. And even the set, next set I bought were a bit too short for me. Then I got the set that got stolen were perfect for me because of my height. And yeah, but as I got older, I, the problem is playing golf. You just go out with your mates, and it's more about drinking the beer than playing the golf. <laughs> Driving around, and then we, then we discovered these things called golf buggies that you drive around in, so you got more lazier. <laughs> Drink beer, drive the golf buggy, oh, what am I supposed to do with this ball? Ah, oh, fuck it, just swing and <laughs> wherever it goes. <laughs> and more... there's another swing. Uh, fuck it. Added it's, to your... it's more fun to drive around the golf buggy than actually. <laughs> yeah. By the time you get to the, what, what about 14th hole after your 14th beer? <laughs> 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 not really, but yeah. Yeah, the back end of the game, you're sort of not... <laughs> You're not playing so well. <laughs> How many golf balls are there? Three? Shit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Um, let's see. Well, before I was in, I want to say I was in school at this point, but it wasn't a school organized sport. So I don't know if this counts, but my mom put me in a, a soccer thing at, at the local, like it was a youth, like Y type thing. YMCA type thing, and so I played soccer briefly, and then when I got into school, our grade school wasn't big enough to have its own sports team, so we teamed up with another uh, school that was about the same size, and I played basketball, and I was a, a taller fat kid, so I played center, 
but I was scared of the ball. So having a taller, fat kid that was scared of the ball under the hoop was not exactly the smartest place for me to be, but that's where I belonged, apparently. And that night, I didn't like running up and down the court. So I played basketball until I uh, got into high school, and then I didn't want to play any sports in high school anymore because I had my fill of basketball. So that's when I've talked about this before, but that's when I took over managing the girls' volleyball team so I could hang out with the girls and uh, watch them play in their short shorts. So that always worked out well for me as a as a high school boy. Uh, and then college, yeah, no. I, I had to take a one PE course, physical education, for a credit. So I took badminton. And I just uh, like to say the word shuttlecock. So <laughs> I, I took badminton for a semester and... And uh, that was pretty much a joke, but yeah, that that was that was my illustrious sports career, as it was. So that's the only sports I played in school. Um, all right, second question and last question: What's your perfect sandwich? No, uh, uh, sausage sandwich, mate. Come on, <laughs> we got one the other day. Well, Donna did. I think I've mentioned this before. Not only on election days we get sausage sandwiches, but if you go to Bunnings Warehouse, the hardware store, on the weekends, they have the sausage sandwiches out the front. So, it's all for uh, charity. It's all like, a well, this one was for a school. Every week they have different um, people for, you know, charities for, you know, that make sausage sandwiches out the front of Bunnings. So, it's got to be a sausage sandwich. Just a single slice of bread, a sausage, onions if you like it. Donna doesn't like onions. She doesn't get onions. And some barbecue sauce or some tomato sauce. Yeah, there you go. That's just a quick and simple, easy sandwich that's so enjoyable. So <laughs> You sound like you're selling it on a commercial. Well, everyone knows. The only reason you go to Bunnings is to get a saucy sandwich. And we go to Bunnings. I can walk to Bunnings in 10 minutes from here, but I've got the car at the moment, so we drive down there. So... You guys in your sausage sandwich. I'd, I'd eat it. I mean, I'd, I'd be down with it. You'd love it. And it's got to be a single slice of white bread. I mean, you can put them in a roll and make it more like a hot dog, but there's too much bread to sausage ratio. You've got to have just a single slice of white bread. You put the sausage diagonally in the white bread, fold the other side over, and go to town. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I ate hot dogs as a kid. We didn't have buns. Mm-hmm. My mom always had white bread, so we had the white bread wrapped around it like a, a bun as a kid. So that's how I grew up eating hot dogs. I didn't even have buns until, unless it was like at a sporting event or something, maybe. But, uh, yeah. Um, for me, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that I like a lot of stuff on it. And I think that's back in the day when Subway first came to Kansas City. And we went there, and I realized that there was a whole other world out there besides just like bologna and, and ketchup on bread. So anymore for me, I like to have ham at least. And if I can ham and Turkey and maybe one other meat of some sort, like roast beef and then lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, onions, uh, pickles and banana peppers with salt and pepper and a whole shit ton of mayo. Not, not light mayo. Fuck that. If I'm going to have it, I'm going to go all out. Mm -hmm. I like lots of mayonnaise on my sandwich. And that, that to me is, the perfect sandwich. I mean, every day at work, that's I'll make kind of a, a smaller version of that because it's too hard to take all that to work. So 
you know, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, and then ham and something on bread with some mayo. But yeah, I like the crunch with the the veggies plus the the sweet and the salty and the oh, it's just it's good. Yeah, but I would eat a sausage sandwich. Oh yeah, you'd love it. You'd enjoy it. I'm telling you, good old Aussie fucking tradition, mate. Good old sa- sausage singer, as we say. The sausage. Well, and I eat it the way you eat it. Yeah, you gotta have onions, mate. You gotta put the. Onions. I do onions and barbecue sauce. Barbecue sure. sauce, yeah. Traditionally, it should be tomato, but yeah, you gotta have the just a good old barbecue sauce on it. It's all you need: onions, sausage, barbecue sauce wrapped in that white bread. Oh, I could get one right now. Actually, I got some sausages in the freezer. I might get them out. Cook them on the barbie. No shrimp. Oh, I though. thought you were gonna head down to Bunnings. Nah. Nah. Cook mine, mate. You've, you've got the car. Yeah, I know. Good. <laughs> yeah, just drive to Bunnings. Just, just, to, just to get the sausage sandwich. Don't go into Bunnings. Just to go get a sausage sandwich. <laughs> and head back. There was a video online. This guy got a drone and flew the drone to Bunnings. It was a couple of kilometers away from where he lived. And uh, had the uh, the money in the hanging off it and a hook. And said one sausage sandwich. They hooked it to it, and he flew it back to his house. Now he got in trouble for it, but technically, it was a setup video. He didn't. It wasn't all one shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, this guy did it in Melbourne like uh, earlier this year or late last year. But yeah, he flew a drone to go to Bunnings just to get a sausage sandwich. So they reckon you broke some of the the laws for flying drones, but because um, you got to technically, well, not technically by the law. If you fly a drone, you have to have it in your own visual sight. You can't fly a drone where you cannot see it. That's by aerial law, like, you know, flight law, whatever they call it. So, But when he, he said, no, we were actually filming it and I was watching it, so he got away with it. But, yeah, there's a video online of the guy flying a fucking a quadcopter, drone, whatever you want to call them, to Bunnings just to get a sausage sandwich. <laughs> and he flew it back and he was sitting in the pool, <laughs> chopped it to him and ate yeah. it. So it was an all set up video, you know. It wasn't all done in one shot, but yeah. So there you go. That's how good the sausage sandwiches are at Bunnings. What? You can't believe anything that's on the internet? What? No. <laughs> Holy crap. My whole life just fell apart. Uh, all right. Well, that has been RS for Random. Thank you again to the lovely Maybellina for the questions. Thank you, Maybellina. Make sure you go check a site out rsrandom.wordpress.com or rsrandom on Facebook, R-A-N-D-U-M-B. Yes, that's it. I actually just went and clicked on there and I was reading a post where we're mentioned in it, but yeah. We get mentioned every single post she has because she listens to the episode that uh, coincides with the post and then she answers the questions from that episode. So she's working her way through from episode one to current. Cool. All right. Brings us to the end. We have mentioned Podcast Collective, podcastcollective.com. We mentioned Bad Pairing Podcast. There's also other shows on there. You've got Joel's show, The Sunshine Happy Fans Hour, of course. Uh, 40 going on 14 with his uh, friends. Uh, what else have we got here? Let's go for it quickly. I Am Salt Lake, Empty Rant Podcast, Portland Beer Club Podcast, In One Day Radio, Tales from the Hard Side, Dog and Juice Show, Mum, Mum and the New Dad. That's pretty new to the network, and I won't mention that one because it's a competing show to yours, Joel. <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk music to me, that's the, the Red Dad Radio Hour, uh, and the internet with Scott the Pool Boy. 
The rest I won't mention because they're retired. Too bad. <laughs> but check out podcastcollective.com. Go through the archives of these shows, you know. Check them out. All right, as we mentioned, you can call us 661-434-5956. 661-434-KWJO. Coffinjocast at gmail.com. Record a little voicemail on your phone. Send it to the email. Come on, guys. Love to hear from you. Haven't heard from anyone for a while, so be nice to hear from people. Right, Jolly Joel, we're going to go out with some angels tonight. If Oi! Oi! The angels, it's after the rain. Now, I'm going to start playing it because it's got a, sl- a intro that's... Here we go. So, we're going to talk over it as we say goodnight to everyone. Thank you for joining us. This is a live version. So, as most people would know, I love the angels. One of my favourite bands. They're right behind Nirvana. But, yeah. So... I'm just trying to do the radio voice guy, you know, <laughs> as the intro kicks in, you know, we're going to kick in some guitar right now. Are we ready? Anyway, everyone, thanks for joining us. Good night. Good night.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.